Hello and welcome to the Open One podcast. My name is Travis Cook and this is the 39th episode. Today it's just going to be me and I'm going to take you on a journey through how I believe we actually win this long term. And what do I mean when I say win this? What do I mean long term? And what are we actually fighting against? Well, I'm going to get into all of this. Any long-time listeners of the show will know exactly what I'm talking about, but if this is your first ever time tuning into the Open One podcast, you're going to be taken on a bit of a journey. And if you haven't already, go to traviscook.uk, where you can find my website where I have all of the other episodes of the podcast, and there's 38 episodes there for you to watch. But I have so much free content on there in the form of articles and videos and meditations and courses and all this great stuff, everything that's geared towards helping people become the best version of themselves, helping people develop themselves on all levels, but focusing mainly in the spiritual realms because that's where I believe we can make the greatest impact. And I do really believe if enough people were to revolve spiritually, we would actually solve nearly all of the problems we have as a race as a result of having a evolved population and it's a bit of a journey to get there so i'm glad you're with us i'm glad you're with me right now gonna take you through a bit of a history a bit of a backstory of me and why i think this is the way it is and how we are now and how, how we actually solve these problems right so right now the situation on planet earth is kind of perilous for some people there's some people that are in quite a serious situation in their life, they're not where they want to be or they're suffering greatly unnecessarily and then there seems to be a small portion of people that are benefiting off of the suffering of others. But then also there's a small portion of people that are growing and developing at the same time. So there's this really interesting polarization phenomenon happening and if you're listening to this show and you haven't tuned out now already, I'm going to assume that you're on the side of the good guys and you want to hear the good stuff that comes with being on this journey. So... This is what this show is for. This show isn't to try and wake anybody up. I'm way past that. You know, it's been 11 years I've been on this journey myself and I had my romantic rebellious phase where I tried to wake up the people around me and my friends and family and I ruined family dinners and it was a big mess and I had extremely little success trying to wake other people up. But what I did have great success in was helping people that were already awake or just starting out, like they've just woken up and getting them up to speed or giving them reassurance and letting them know that they're not alone and in fact there's loads of us and in fact there's actually so much that we can do if we want to create a better world because that's the question that's come up more than anything else over this past decade or so is what can we do? What can we do? Because some people end up falling into blackpilling, they tend to then believe that our enemies have complete control and there's nothing we can do and it's hopeless and we should just give up because they're they're going to win anyway. They always win no matter what happens. And oh, it's such a boring perspective. And honestly, I'm 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 bored with trying to deal with those kind of people now because it's like I almost know what exactly what you're going to say before you even say it. If you have this doom mentality, this black pilled mentality, because I've lived it to be completely false. And if you go to my website, traviscook.uk, you can have a bit of a deep dive and a research and you can go through how I've lived this to be false and how much I've actually changed the course of events here with the the energy and the the power and momentum of so many other people and what you can do with it channeled in, in the right way. So I've actually lived that to be false and I found that there is actually a lot that we can do. And by the time this podcast is over, you will know what to do to fight back and create a better world. 
if you didn't already. You will have the knowledge and perspectives that will enable you to take action that will help us to turn the tide. Because we are fighting for our very way of life, our children, and ultimately, the future freedom of humanity. Now, this is really serious shit. I mean, I do believe we are in a war of sorts, but it's not like the wars of past. And, it's, and it doesn't mean you have to be on edge and watching, seeing if the enemy is going to try and snipe you every single day. It's a different kind of war to the wars we've had in the past. It's a war of attrition, a war of information, a spiritual war, if you like. So equipping ourselves with empowering spiritual knowledge is actually very very effective and powerful in combating a lot of the enemy's agenda a lot of the enemy's agenda i do believe is to keep people sad and demoralized and they actually are well i believe our enemies are extremely happy and they've had a victory of sorts when when somebody falls into this black-pilled mentality because it's very very disempowering and honestly I mean, somebody who's awake and black-pilled is only just better than a normie who isn't questioning anything at all because at least a normie can have some good spirit and can actually have life in their eyes and still be have pep in their step and be a, a fun person to be around. But a black-pilled truefire is, is very toxic. And although you can sometimes have very interesting conversations still, generally it's, it's, pretty, it's a pretty bad place to be. So we don't want to be there. And if you can take away... What I'm imparting on this podcast, you won't be blackpilled. You will understand that you have the power because we do. We have so much power and it's only if we give our power away to our enemies that they're able to do what they do. That's the only way they ever actually are able to, to orchestrate their plans. And they say this outright. If you go to thegreatclimatecon.com and you went to the first ever article that was posted on there, you'll see there's this entire document outlining that they need to try and change the behavior of the people so that they will acquiesce and comply to the ridiculous and same measures that they're trying to put out they know that there's it requires our compliance for their agenda to succeed and I, and that's that's one thing you take away from this podcast is they need our compliance to succeed if they don't have that their plans fail so that means we have the power we have the power so let me just take you on a bit of a history tour here because some of you may have known me from all of the anti-COVID protests that I was leading back in 2022-2021 against the lockdown measures and it was crazy. It was a crazy time and it was really, really powerful and I was leading them but it wasn't just me. There was a small team called Unite for Freedom of the, the biggest activist groups got together and we all united for freedom to fight back and... But even when I was leading the, the biggest protest the UK has ever seen, uh, I knew that it's going to take more than that. Because I'd already gone through a phase of activism when I first woke up back in 2012 and 2013. And I, back then, after going into it, I realized it is going to take more than that. And I knew that back then. And, and I actually then believed it wasn't too long after going through the romantic rebellious phase, experimenting with activism, that I got into spirituality in a big way, and then I started to clock on. I was like, this is how we win. I do believe spirituality is how we win. Right, so how is spirituality the way we win? So let's start by covering a little bit of intermediary ground so you can join me with where I'm going with this and you can come along with me and my perspective and hopefully you'll see how I've got to where I am now with my with my perspective and all of this. So our enemies, I believe, 
know about the occult side of life. They're fully aware of all of this. And if you look into some of their rituals and their symbolisms and the way that they talk and all this sort of stuff, to me it seems very obvious that they know about this and that they've deliberately put it out there in the consciousness of the people that woo-woo is bullshit and there's nothing more than the physical reality, especially of the human body. Um, we're just this physical machine and there's no energy around us or in us or any energy lines or whatever. And I do believe that's that's hugely, hugely inaccurate and false and deliberately misleading. And you just have to look at any sort of Eastern tradition in any kind of way for five minutes to see that they figured this out a long time ago and they've been benefiting from that knowledge ever since. They, you know, you've got the clearly outlined pathways of the body, the meridian channels of the body, just look at acupuncture, like those points where they're putting the needles in are the acupuncture points they're the meridian channels like kind of like veins going through your body but carrying energy or prana or chi and if one of those for whatever reason gets blocked and it could get blocked for a whole number of reasons then you can have a physical illness now that's simplifying but that's essentially what it is this is just tapping into some of the greater knowledge and perspectives that are available to us and i think this is where we start to unlock some more of our power and when we look more of our power, we become a force to be reckoned with and we create better change in this world and are able to undo some of the enemy's plans. So I believe that the solutions to the problems we face lie in the metaphysical realms. The ability to shape reality, not only with our hands, but also with our minds. And there's a lot to be spoken about with that and we're going to get into all of that and it's really fascinating because a lot of people are starting to become aware of reality creation and on the individual level you can change your reality and what you experience by just by changing your thoughts and how you feel and stuff like that and there's a lot to that too and it often gets oversimplified and it's quite an in-depth subject which involves things like the unconscious and the subconscious and and uh, there's a lot more to it than just simply thinking happy thoughts but that is basically the very baseline is like our thoughts our mind creates uh, our reality to some degree but then i do believe that this scales up so it's not just that you are just creating your own reality because we're all in this in this collective reality together and we're all plugged into it together. So I think there's this like collective reality creation effect happening and we're going to get into that and how I think that we can utilize this in a, diff a couple different ways, one in a passive way and in an active way to reshape the very structure of this reality. But uh, there's this quote that we all know. So we can't change the problems with the same level of thinking that created the problems now it's not the exact quote but you know einstein said something to that to that nature and it makes a lot of sense because if we if we have these problems and we're not thinking outside of the box to try and fix them then how are we ever going to solve these problems you know this is why i believe this the way out of our situation is by utilizing the higher metaphysical side of our armory so you with me so far i hope so basically to win this we need to evolve for the future of the entire human race, for the sake of freedom for the entire human race, we need to evolve. So many people already know this and spread their message in various different ways. But the framing is important because each of us have different receptors, different life experiences that determine how we respond to the same thing 
but if it's worded differently. So there'll be some of you listening to this and just the way I speak is just it hits home for you, right? But then there'll be others who might not like my voice or the words I use or the tonality or whatever. And you'll find that you'll prefer listening to someone else, maybe someone with a feminine voice or whatever. So, you know, there, there is that. And that's why that's also um, a testament to anybody who's listening to this who feels like they have this voice inside of them. They have some knowledge that they have to share or they've got a message or a mission that they need to complete that involves sharing their truth well just know that just because other people in the same field are speaking about the same subject doesn't mean that other people won't benefit from you speaking out because the way you put it out there the way you speak the way you use your words will just resonate with other people in just a better kind of way you will be able to help them digest the the subject matter in a in a more easy to understand way for them and also when there are multiple people speaking about the same subject in a different kind of way it actually helps you to build a better understanding on the perspective you know if you've got if you've got a scientific field of study and there's only one scientist who's speaking about it it's not as credible as if there's a hundred scientists speaking about it in an all different kind of ways now it doesn't mean that it's true just because there is a hundred scientists speaking about it we just have to look at the global warming hoax <laughs> but that's just a good way of looking at it i found huge benefit from diving into spirituality, finding a good few teachers to learn from and extracting the wisdom from each of them. And here we go. So if by any chance you are a complete newbie and you just literally woke up last week, I've actually created a course for you which condenses 11 years and thousands and thousands of hours of research, experimentation and development into an easy to understand crash course in awakening. You can go to my website, traviscook.uk and go to the you just woke up now what course you can find that under the courses section and it's basically a deep dive that's going to get you up to speed with all of the basics that every seeker needs to know to be able to effectively navigate this this world because there's so much out there and not everybody needs to know everything about everything. Not everyone needs to go down all of the rabbit holes out there. And I've gone down some serious rabbit holes. And I can tell you, not everybody needs to go there. Some people will find benefit from going in there, especially some of the deeper, darker ones and coming out of it. Because there are some gems that can be gathered from going down these deep, dark rabbit holes if you know how to find them and how to use them. But it's not necessary. And that's why I've condensed it down and extracted the, the basics that I think everybody needs to know. Right, so so with the basics covered, if you know about the basics, you know about the fact that we create our own reality. And also, there's a new podcast series. Well, it's quite new. It's been out a few months now. But if you are still sort of on the fence about reality creation, you don't really know what's going on with it all, you want to check out this eight-part podcast by Tom Montauk and his girlfriend, Carissa Conti. And you can find out if you go to montalk.net, you'll see he's got it linked on the left on his YouTube channel. And you will be taken on a journey through reality creation and how you can use it, the different kinds of active and passive and so on. He goes really deep into it all. And Tom's a good friend of mine. We've been working, well, I say working together. We've been united in cause for many years. And he started out as I was... He was like a mentor for me for, for a couple of years and I absolutely hammered him with questions and I got the honor of having him on my show a couple of times but also private conversations via Zoom and we actually had some one-to-one -one once and it was like meeting my hero. He's an amazing man and he was really instrumental for me in my spiritual journey back when I went into the hyperdimensional realms in 2016. So it's a little bit more advanced 
but it's very, very useful information. And it's not like, so the essential parts of what you want to take out from this is, when you're doing reality creation, it's not just what you are thinking about in an in-depth focus visualization for 15 minutes that shapes the timeline you experience. Because we are a complex system involving the energy centers of the body, our subconscious mind and everything in between are always creating our reality. Now, this is where it gets interesting is like, I'd love to be able to actually see what's going on here. Like if we could see the energy of the body and how that interacts with the world around us, that'd be absolutely fascinating. But anyway, we can, we know it exists. We just speculate on how it exactly works. But essentially, your vibe is uh, impacting your reality and it's pushing away certain experiences, it's pulling in other ones all of the time. All of the time. And it's absolutely fascinating. So if I haven't lost you yet, I'd say that means you are one of the evolved elite or have the capacity to become one of the evolved elite who are able to understand high metaphysical, metaphysical concepts. And it will be souls like you that have at some level accepted the mission to fight for the good of all freedom loving people. So there are a small portion of us that have accepted this mission, but then when we come here, we forget the mission and then it's our job to remember that mission. That's part of the game. And when you remember your mission, then then life changes in, in very, very interesting, exciting ways. And you may end up like me living this day to day where this is the life. The mission is life and the life is mission. So, you made this choice already. That's the thing. This is we get into the metaphysical truths here. Is you already made this choice to come here and you decided to come here and, and take, take part in all of this. Now you've just got to remember that you made this choice. And now's the time. All right, sweet cheeks. This is it. And you better not be tired. He's saying these past few years have been tough for you. And you're ready to quit. <laughs> okay, well, we're just getting started. I hope you realize this is, this is, just, this is a marathon. It's, it's not a sprint. Um, we're just getting started. We're going to be in this fight for the foreseeable future. So why not figure out the best ways to navigate? I mean, what's the other alternative? Just let the evil win and give up on our children and their future? No fucking way. Right. So now we know we've agreed to be here. We know we have a role to play. Let's get on to how we win. This is coming from my own deep, deep contemplation and experimentation with almost every imaginable way to fight back and create a better world over the past 11 years. And to put it simply, we win when collectively we evolve enough and you have a part to play with your own level of evolution and being. Now, how does that work? Well, think about it. Let's get into this. We've already covered that we are constantly creating reality with our vibe, with our thoughts, with our being. So what happens when you evolve and do the work to raise your vibe and create a better life for yourself? Well, everyone who comes into contact with you experiences a better version of you. Right? You get that? So that's the simple, that's pretty simple, that's pretty simple to understand. Everybody who comes into the contact with this better version of you, experience a better version of reality. Your children benefit from little things like more warmth from you, from your eyes and voice at the dinner table. You see greater productivity in whatever line of work you are doing because you have higher energy levels from your higher vibe. Your partner enjoys you being able to love and fuck them ever more passionately and fiercely. You yourself enjoy a better and greater love for yourself, and that's important too. 
And now all of that is without even tapping into a grander metaphysical concept that ties into what we experience on a collective level. Now there's a hermetic principle, as above, so below. Now many of you I imagine would have already heard that principle and it's really fascinating. If you haven't already, it's worth journaling and contemplating just on that specifically. So this scales up to nations and even the entire race itself. With enough of us operating at a higher vibe consistently, I believe this is how we will collectively shift timelines and the divine hierarchy that exists will see to it that we enjoy all of the perks that this would bring. Now in this reality, it doesn't mean we completely destroy evil. I don't even think that's possible or necessary on this planet right now. Without evil, how would we know what good is? But who says we need this much evil, right? Who says we need Bill Gates to be that rich or have that much farmland or have that much control over how much fucking jibby-jabs are going into people's arms? Evil doesn't have to have as much control as it has right now. I think we just need some of it to remind us what it is so we know what good is like. So I would say you owe it to yourself, to your family and the future freedom of the human race to spiritually evolve. This isn't some fluffy bullshit that is detached from the situation we find ourselves in. I know fully well, I understand better than most, I've been awake my entire adult life, and all I have known as an adult is fighting back against evil. And I know this fight is ultimately happening on a spiritual and mental level first. And I do believe our enemies know this too, which is why it's been put out to the collective consciousness, this disregard for things like praying or connecting to higher beings or even the disconnect from God itself which is probably a root cause of so many problems we're seeing in society right now especially here in the UK unfortunately well it's good and bad Christianity is falling away from the collective consciousness and there isn't anything to take its place then there's this vacuum and then we get some weird shit happening but it does provide an opportunity for something better to take its place it's just getting the better message out there to enough people for them to understand that it's still worthwhile to get into spirituality and just because you're not religious doesn't mean you have to not be connected to God. You can still be connected to God even if you're not involved in, in religion. So let me just give you a bit of a backstory because even though I dipped into activism from 2021 and 2022, I knew it would always take more. And I saw this play out in... in with my very eyes, I saw this play out, unfortunately, because I saw how even within the activist movement in the UK, we had the best of the best coming together to fight back against the evil forces that were trying to lock us down and jab everybody. Even within that, the, the dark side of activism came forward. The people's shadow self came out, ego, pettiness, all of it got in the way of a very, very noble cause of trying to unite people together. And it was like, it, it, I saw it play out. And I, I could see that if only, even within this movement with the leadership here, if we were more evolved, we would have been so much better off and we would have been far more effective and had greater success. However, there was infighting and bickering and arguing over who should be leading this and what we should do. And it was ridiculous. And then I realized, I was like, so even if we were successful, we managed to storm into fucking parliament and we hung all of the politicians and then we were in charge of the country, like, 
from what I saw, we were not ready to run a damn country. It's not easy, right? It's not easy to run this shit. And uh, we weren't ready. We aren't ready. We couldn't even handle fighting back against an evil force with an army at the gates. We couldn't even unite against that and put all of our petty differences aside because we weren't evolved enough. We let our ego get in the way. We let our old wounds and conditioning and shadow and triggers let us, it got in the way of our mission. So, yeah, if you're going to try and live in a country with people like that, it's not going to work. So, this is, this is how I saw firsthand we need more evolved people. People need to evolve and... Spiritual evolution is huge in itself, and that's why I've gotten into it extensively on my website, and many others have as well. This is, uh, it's essential. It's the only way we're going to win this long term. And this is why I've dedicated myself to helping helping others evolve spiritually, and I take it so seriously myself. It's not some sort of bullshit feel-good escapism, because there is that side to spirituality too as well. It's just, do whatever feels good, you know, don't look at the dark, and so on, and it's very shallow, and just whatever feels right in the moment and it's it's no that's not what i'm talking about here real spirituality is fucking is hard you're talking shadow work look at carl young and what he's talking about you're talking about uncovering all of the deepest darkest ugliest parts of yourself that you don't want to look at and you, you have any deal with triggers and you have people around you that that trigger you and they'll bring out this darkness within you and you've got to figure out how the fuck do you handle that about taking it out on the other person and it's messy man spirituality Shadow work is messy, but then when you make progress in this messy side of it, in the shadow side of it, it, it has leverage and it will greatly benefit you in your day-to-day -day life. When you can clear an emotional wound that for so many years was triggering you when you didn't even realize it, it was causing this unconscious response within yourself, you can clear that. You will free yourself up from unnecessary thoughts and thinking that you didn't even realize was bogging you down. And that person you just fucking hated, suddenly you don't actually have any hate for them anymore. And that will free up a lot of energy. So this is just a little example of how shadow work is huge. Like it's, it's, it's gold. If you can make progress with your shadow, it's absolute gold. So... The only way I see of us winning this long term is through spirituality. And honestly, I don't actually care if I see the end results of all the effort that I've personally put into fighting back and create the better world. Because I can die tomorrow knowing I have given my all and dedicated myself to the best of my capabilities to do everything I can to help humanity and carry out the divine mission. Are you able to say the same? And this doesn't mean that I've always been successful. Don't don't get me wrong. I've had fuck-ups. I've made mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes, right? And, you know, sometimes we go down the wrong path for a bit or whatever. But I've always given it my best. And there was some point in my life a few years ago where I just dedicated my life to this. And then it wasn't too long after that dedication, maybe a few years, where it's become... It is literally my life. I live this day in, day out. I'm not kidding when I say that I literally just wake up and I fight against evil all day, every day, and every, every moment that I can, and everything else around it is just trying to keep me going with this, you know, working out so that I have more energy to be able to focus on this, or, and so on and so forth. But tied into this as well is the fact that, okay, so we're in a war, and ultimately spiritual evolution is how we win, but our enemies know that our vibe is very, very, very important. So... They know that if they can keep us demoralized, sad, depressed, that they're actually winning on the metaphysical realm. So they know this. That's why when they were coming during COVID, they came after everything that was fun. Every single big event, everything where people got together and had a really good time uh, and all of the social activities, they came for it because they know if they can demoralize people that they're far easier to control. 
So to do take that into consideration that having fun is actually a very important part of being a human. It's about balance and so on and so forth. But let's get into something really, really interesting here. And this is called the Maharishi effect. So some of you may have come across this already. It's a very, very interesting concept. And essentially, it's this uh, meditation technique and they did these studies and a bunch of people came together and they all meditated together and that had an impact on crime rates in a local area. And that's fascinating, right? Look into it. It's almost worth a podcast in of itself. Like, how is that even possible? Because what I'm leading to here is when they did the Maharishi effect, basically, uh, yeah, when they, they did these experiments with the Maharishi effect and this kind of transcendental meditation, that was a form of collective active reality creation. That's, that's the equivalent of you sitting down on your own, thinking about wanting to have more love in your life and feeling the feeling of love, and then you get more love in the rest of that day and maybe the weeks to follow. And then maybe you can build up through momentum and actually solidify having more love in your life consistently. But this experiment is, is kind of like that. It's the active reality creation and it had an impact. However, it wasn't long lasting. So initially it did. And who knows how that could have played out with the butterfly effect. But, you know, it's a temporary measure and it, it shows the power of the collective. And maybe if you did that consistently enough, you kept doing that like every day or at least once a week, you would see consistent results. But that is how we can have an impact. But then if you then look at how you've got the passive form of reality creation. So then on the individual level, if you just raise your vibe, you do your shadow work, you clear your emotions and wounds, and gen then uh, just naturally, generally, you have a higher vibe, then you're, you're, you're bringing in better experiences and it creates this feedback loop and your reality just improves. What if we have that on a collective level? You see where I'm going with that? So I think the, the way we win is when enough of us evolve enough that our collective passive reality creation effect is pulling in a greater or a better reality. And I do believe it's possible. And that is a very, very, very empowering perspective because it puts all of the responsibility on us. Because that's to say that the more one of us evolves, the more all of us evolve. But then if enough of us do that, there'll be this like tipping point where reality is forced to change to match our new collective experience our new collective vibe now you can look into a little bit as well david hawkins work and his scale of consciousness and he suggests that the ability the capacity for one person to influence the rest of the human race and lift them up actually increases logarithmically the more that person's vibe and energy increases so he has this amazing scale if you haven't seen it yet you need to check it out it's again it's another podcast in of itself just talking about david hawkins work and his scale of consciousness but Basically, somebody who's like at level 800 in his scale lifts up thousands and thousands and thousands of people below them. So I do believe that's sort of how it works. Who knows if he is, you know, entirely accurate with his readings, with the exact numbers, but he's, you know, he's, he's got his way of phrasing it all and putting it all together so we can sort of understand what's going on here. So I do believe that that's how one person, when they evolve enough, they have a greater impact on this world and that can lift up the entire species. So this is how we win, guys. So you've heard a lot about spiritual evolution. You've heard a lot about that's how we win. Now, if you want to actually take this seriously, you can go to my website and you know you can start there. 
and begin an epic quest or take your quest to the to its next level and and really make a long-lasting impact on on this world and there are countless other teachings as well but i hope you've found this interesting this is what i think about and this is how i believe we we win long term so i hope you've enjoyed this podcast i'm going to be doing more of them with just me because i've got so much to share with you all over these past nearly 40 episodes now a lot of them have been with guests in fact i think i've only done about two or maybe three podcasts just me talking like this but this year 2024 you're going to have a lot more content like this from me so i hope you've enjoyed it so could you be on your deathbed tomorrow and look your children your family in the eyes and be at peace knowing you did all you could to leave a better world for them because if you can't then now is the time to sort that out not tomorrow not next week not when you feel like it and you've got your underwear on the right way right fucking now you evolving can shift the entire timeline if enough of us do this we can alter the course of the whole human race And this, my friends, is how I believe we win.